Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Brad, he's Joe. We refilled the nuts. I always like a fresh batch of nuts. <laughs> do you know, I have a black walnut tree. You do? Yes, and it is a bumper crop of black walnuts this year. It's a what? Bumper crop. I That's an agricultural term. Which means, which means what? Lots of nuts. What do they, can you tell me what they look like? Cause it might, the, is it like a green yes. thing and then the nut is inside? Yeah. I find those all black, over my neighborhood. It gets black on the outside, it kind of rots. And then, yeah, and I have, I mean, we have this black walnut. This is like a bumper crop here, lots. And my what wife tells me not them? to, I wrote, I raked, I, I removed <laughs> the black walnuts <laughs> multiple times from the yard because of how many. But when my kids were young, they played with them and they got their hands dyed black and went to school and they're almost, you know, they're like, why are their hands, we couldn't get it clean. So That's what that is. It's in like, a, yep. a and green. it sort of rots. We found one at the, yep. we found a bunch in mm -hmm. our neighborhood and so we took one home and cut it open. I was yeah. like, there's a walnut it's inside. It's a nut, it's a black, black walnut. walnut. Yes, it's from a black walnut tree. And the moral of the story is don't play with black <laughs> walnuts because you get black hands and it's not, it stains. Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep your black walnuts to yourself. Okay. That's all perfect transition to what we're going to talk about today. Which is what? Unanswered prayer. <laughs> wow. So That does sound like a great topic. Right. So let's talk about what do we do when God, or it seems like God is not answering or maybe even hearing our prayers. So lots of ways to come at this. <laughs> and the most obvious is through a black, black walnut. walnut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you think square, squirrels were praying for more walnuts? And they were answered, the prayers were answered? You know, a squirrel, I was working in my yard and I was I was cleaning up leaves and a squirrel fell out of the tree, like to right the ground. Behind. Would help if I had some see where do I want to go up here? Dude, a squirrel just fell from the tree right there. Did you see that? See where do I wanna go? He <laughs> went thud, man. <laughs> and did you see that thing run? It ran. It's away. like it, it meant for that. It's designed for that. <laughs> Yeah, God made it because it can like land and then just it recover just, and roll around. It did recover. If quickly. you would fall from a black walnut tree, I wouldn't recover that. No, fast. no we wouldn't. Good, but it, it it is really fun to think about walnuts and unanswered prayer. <laughs> okay, good. So, you think Pablo can put the? You think there's? Some, he can piece something together here. Yeah, good. <laughs> probably. I can't wait for the gifts that are gonna put probably. squirrels, black walnuts, and prayer. Find some gif. Is that what it's called? Jiffy. Yeah. Would you take control of this? Okay. Unanswered prayer. Okay, let's talk about this. So we pray for stuff all the time. <laughs> you can't even do it. Do you want to start over? No, this okay. is the best part of real talk. Okay. I think there is a clear connection between black walnuts, squirrels falling out of trees, and unanswered prayer. We'll make it. I think by the end of this, we'll tie it all because. up. We'll tie it all up. <laughs> Not a squirrel falls from the tree unless the will of your father in heaven. Isn't that the new Brad translations? <laughs> okay, so we talk about and we pray about things that we want and sometimes like you could pray about the same thing for years, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, people have told me I've been praying about this for 20 years. Like, okay, how, like, how do we make sense of that? So even first of all, like, does God hear? Like when we're doing that, is, is he even, are they just hitting the ceiling? You know, it's like not really getting through to him. Is there, does God promise to hear our prayers? Like some of all of that goes into this, right? So do you want to talk about that? That's a really neat to think about. Does, are they unanswered? 
Yeah, I mean, does he hear them? And does, like, is everything that we pray unanswered? Does he actually hear anything? There's certainly guarantees in the Bible that God <clears throat> hears the prayers of mm -hmm. his people, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, one of the coolest passages, honestly, Revelation 5, talks about the angels pouring out bowls of God's, mm -hmm. the prayers of God's people, mm -hmm. which means they've been stored up, stored which up. is really cool yeah. to think that, like, the things that we've prayed, they're, they're, they're stored up. They're, like, mm -hmm. written down, little prayer requests somewhere in heaven, right? Yeah. And, and God cherishes them. In fact, he considers them like an offering. So really mm -hmm. cool. But there's also some stuff in Scripture about God not hearing, or not, more like God choosing not yeah. to hear yes. our prayers, right? And so it's like, yes, he hears, but there's also times when he chooses not to hear. And I'm not saying that that necessarily answers the question about unanswered prayer, but like there is a lot in Scripture about this. Yes. Yes. And a lot that could be confusing because it seems like times almost like contradictory, right? Yeah. Yep. It's yep. like when he says things like, I hear, but I'm not answering, what does that mean? Yeah. I hear and I answer, and I answer with something that you didn't ask for. It's like, I heard your prayer, yeah. and I'm actually giving you something different than what you asked for. It's yeah. like, what is that? How, how do we deal with that? So yeah. that's kind of interesting. And maybe, maybe more frustrating than that is, I hear you, and I'm not answering it the way you asked, and I'm not really answering at all right now. It's or not like I prayed for like. a dog and God gave me a cat. It's like I prayed for a dog and, and, and nothing happened. You yeah. know what I mean? So it feels, uh, again, this is just from our end. Like it yep. feels unanswered. It feels unheard, yep. ignored. Like I'd rather have a no than silence. Yeah. I think it's fair to say from the total teaching of Scripture that God hears every prayer. Okay. We could look at it and say this is not a conversation about whether he hears in the sense of his capacity yes. or his ability to his hear. ability and I think desire to hear from believer and unbeliever alike so that he wants to hear from people yeah I mean so I you know like Isaiah 58 talks really about the unbelievers prayer I mean, there is something about sin separates us mm -hmm. from God and, and distracts and disrupts our connection mm -hmm. to God. But even that, it's like, I think he still has the capacity mm -hmm. to hear. He just chooses not to hear. Mm -hmm. And that part of that is us feeling the result of our sin, that it's like when oh. you're a follower of Jesus Christ, we're told through Christ we can boldly approach God's throne. Yeah. When we're not followers of Christ, we're kind of just hoping he hears. But is it that he doesn't actually hear? Like he, I don't, my sense from the Bible is he has the capacity, a great word, to hear everything from every person in the entire, yeah. and there's nobody that's too dirty. Right. That says cuss words or he's like, well, I'm not going to listen to you because you cuss too much or you don't believe enough. Like he has the ability and how this happens, who knows, to hear hear everything and everyone, mm -hmm. and to listen for hearts, mm -hmm. right? To listen, is this someone's arrogant prayer? Is this someone's humble prayer? Mm -hmm. Is this someone who doesn't even know how to pray, but is reaching out to something <clears throat> or someone and asking for help, and you don't even know Jesus yet? Like, right? So mm -hmm. all the way to the person who has a biblical understanding of Christ, has put their faith in him, has read the Bible, understands and knows, but some person out in the middle of nowhere that has no Bible, and has no words or language to even communicate, but has a humble desire to interact with their creator. The God of the universe hears that. Yeah, yeah. That's it's kind good. of fun to think about. Yeah. But okay. how he responds or yeah. how we perceive his Perceives response, his response. Yep. Uh -huh. is an interesting question. So, so good. So he hears everything, mm -hmm. but there's, 
I mean, you said a minute ago, it almost feels contradictory because there's other stuff that we have to wrestle with in all this. So Jesus says, ask anything in my name and you'll receive it. Okay, but I have to reconcile that with reality, right? Because I've asked for a lot of things that I haven't gotten. And I think a lot of us will quickly go, well, clearly from Jesus's teaching, you know, you asked for a Porsche, right? So if we could like move out of this conversation for a second, like for, he's not a genie in a bottle, right? Right. We don't just rub him and we right. get whatever we want. So right. that's clearly what he's not talking so, about. But within the category of things that we would both go, this is reasonable even within God's will. God, I'm facing this anxiety or this fear over and over and over. And you, I've been asking you to remove this anxiety or fear. Right. Or, God, I've been asking you to save, rescue my loved one from this addiction or from their lostness. I'm asking you over and over and over. And how do you reconcile that with Jesus saying, ask anything, anything and, and you, it's yours. yours? Yeah. Yeah, again, it's not it's not cheap like, oh, I asked in Jesus' name for a million dollars. Where's my million dollars? No, but like even just small everyday stuff where you go, well, what would be the harm in, in answering that prayer, right? So I was thinking about this last week, like my back hurt. I slept funny and my neck and my back hurt. And I asked God to make my neck and my back feel better. And it didn't for a few days. And I'm thinking even in that, it's like, what's the harm in making, in helping me, in healing my back so that, you know, I'm feeling better? Like, is there a harm in that? It doesn't reconcile. And so you're praying ways. that. Let's play that one out. Yeah, yeah, you're, use you're that You're praying one. that. And does God hear that? Yep. Does God care about you and your back? Yeah, of course. Does God bother by the request? Is it presumptuous of oh. you to ask for a back? Like I, I don't presume so. last week you had some important things to do as a sure. man, as a husband, as a father, as a leader. Yep. So like it's not like it was a selfish request. Nope. Right. So it's not like And he's... he sets himself up as dad and says, I'm father, come and talk to me. What father would not take care of his children? And has the, does he have the ability? And to has sure? the ability. So he could. So it's like you sit in that and you go, I, why Why wouldn't you, Lord? I don't know. That's just some of the real struggle of this. So those are, I mean, on one level, that's like a really simple, low level, now ramp it up with yep. people's fears, anxieties, sicknesses, longings. I want a spouse. Praying for their kids that have wandered. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's, that's hard, hard mm -hmm. right? And of course, in our own, just in our own sort of sense, we go, "Am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not mm -hmm. praying right? Am I not asking for the right thing?" Mm -hmm. So we kind of reflect on ourselves, and and maybe even biblically, maybe there's some goodness in that, right? Since there is some stuff in the Bible that says, like, if you're praying about something, you need to examine yourself first, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. so even our, our sort of horizontal relationships, mm -hmm. God's looking at those mm -hmm. as we're praying. First Peter talks about, if you're not treating your wife right, don't bring your prayer requests to me. Like, it, it, you might as well not even bother. Yeah, so, in some ways, what that is pointing to is there's certain things that God has commanded us in ways we're supposed to live. Absolutely. And when we disregard those basic commands about how you treat your spouse, yeah. and then expect we're going to boldly ask him something, yeah. he's going to go, well, do what I told you to do first. Right. and maybe Do the I'll... basics. I, yeah. <clears throat> but there is something about, like, there's goodness in examining ourselves. Yeah. God's not, doesn't mm -hmm. seem like he's answering my prayers. Like, I can examine myself. That's good. So if you have unanswered prayer, is it possible that it's something going on inside of you? And if you don't ask that question, you could be missing something. 
Like that's helpful. It's a like good, I've never thought of it that way. It's a good way, way to examine ourselves. Oh, let me look through the category of my unanswered prayers and ask the question, God, is there an action or behavior or an attitude in my heart that isn't pleasing to you? Because if there is, show me that. Yeah. As one, yeah. that's good. I mean, I think an unanswered prayer is a lot about perspective. So I remember walking through a really difficult season with a father and mother whose daughter was really sick. And I remember them teaching me that God answers prayer in a variety of ways. And when they pray for their daughter to be healed, like God's category of healing includes healing here on earth and healing in heaven. And I was like blown away because this family was going through really difficult stuff, really painful stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're opening my eyes to the thought, when I ask God to do something, is it possible that how he answers that prayer is in a category above and beyond what I'm perceiving? Oh, his toolbox is bigger than we imagine. Yeah. yeah. So it's like their, their faith was strong enough to see that when I ask for this, the healing of my daughter. Part of God's answer might be he heals her in heaven, meaning almost heals her through death. Through, I was going to say, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is like just reminding us that part of unanswered prayer is having the perspective that how God answers may be really different than how we ask or what we think his answer should be. Yeah. So <clears throat> like super practical, like the person who's praying for someone or something and they feel like it's unanswered. I mean, I know people who have prayed, you know, for the salvation of someone they love for 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. And they're like, why, God, why wouldn't you show me something? Give me mm -hmm. a, I mean, if it's a no, give me a no. Let me know something. What do, what do you, what do we encourage people in that? It's like, obviously persevere. Yeah, Keep yeah. praying. I mean, great, right. great examples in the Bible of Jesus, you know, saying, you know, the persistent widow story yep, of her, yep, like, yep. keep, keep, keep going, keep yep. going, keep going. So yeah, there's persistent in it. I also wonder what is the purpose of prayer? I mean, is the purpose of prayer, the only communication I have with my father is bringing him my needs, my requests, my wants, and expecting he's going to do something with my needs, requests, my wants. I mean, is that really a relationship mm. versus maybe even getting to the point where you have unanswered prayer and you stop long enough to go, let me analyze my life. Yeah. Maybe another stop is to say, God, I've been praying this. Is this what you want for my loved one? Mm -hmm. And asking the question, "What it, I'm bringing this request to you. This is what I think. Mm -hmm. I think he wants us to tell us what we think, tell him yeah, what we think. Yeah. But also, God, I want to hear from you. What should I be praying? Yeah. And that's all relational, right? The purpose of prayer isn't for us to get what we want from him because right. that's transactional. That's right. like he's Santa Claus. Instead of saying, God, I want to interact with you on this topic. Yeah. Help me understand your heart and mind. Yeah. And I think I want to share with you my heart and mind. Yeah. And let's let's work together on this. It's a relationship and that's in any with any problem I have with someone. I bring it to my you know, relationship with my wife. I have something I'm feeling. I bring it to her, and I actually there's a give and take back and mm -hmm. forth. Is there a give and take with you and God about what you're bringing to him? Right, which means we actually have to shut up. <laughs> right? Like, if, 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 you're, if you and I have something we're trying to work out, and only one of us is talking, and the other person yeah. never gets a chance to talk, to your point, it, that's not a relationship. 
So how do we even shut up and actually listen to God? And how do we listen to God? Well, I mean, I mean some of it is taking out our Bibles. Exactly. Because he's already said a lot. Maybe it's all, maybe something's already there that guides us. Mm-hmm. Listening to people that know the Lord and know us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would be another good tool. Like if you have unanswered, unanswered prayer, have you talked to somebody mm-hmm. you respect and trust and said, you know, this is what I've been praying, this is what my experience has been. You know, you're older, wiser, or more mature in your faith. Am I approaching this the right way? Am I missing something here? Am I frustrated over something I shouldn't be frustrated? Am I? Do I know the voice of God enough? Maybe I'm mm-hmm. missing something. It's like inviting other people into your unanswered prayer. That's good. This Listen to this. C.S. Lewis said this. I know now, Lord, why you utter no answer. You yourself are the answer. <laughs> Before your face, questions die away. Before your face... My questions die away. It's like, Mm. oh. So maybe it's just about talking to him and spending time with him sometimes Mm. too and not what am I getting out of this. So do squirrels, walnuts, and prayer come together? Yes. How? I don't know. (laughs) Squirrels, walnuts, and prayer. Sounds like a real talk right there. Yeah. See you next time. (laughs) 